It's the week of December 24th, and this is part two of MASHcast number 74. subject of, I guess, Microsoft still, and Xbox, talk a little bit about the speculation for the next Xbox. Uh, the ne- the next-gen speculation was flying all over the place this year. Yeah, well, that's because I think everyone, it's kind of like, remember back when the PlayStation 2 and all that was starting to die and everyone was starting to speculate, like, that. it's just, it, it's repeating itself over again. It feels There's speculation worse, everywhere. Though. It feels worse. Well, it's because we don't... I think it's worse this time because we don't know where the future of gaming is going to lie. And that's why everyone, like, everyone's got all these different mediums, whether it's going to be with touch screens or motion control or connect or, you know, whatever. We don't know where it's going. So everyone's just throwing ideas out there. Yeah, but uh, I guess that you're right. You know, you are right about that. A lot of people act like, it's the Highlander situation that can only be one. Like, you know, people won't... Like, these these, these ecosystems won't coexist. You know? Uh, I, in some markets are biting into other markets. Like, yes, the, 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 the phone handheld market, like the phone market, is digging a, bit, a little bit into the, the regular handheld market. Simply mm-hmm. because people who are really casual, there's, you know, and just got a Game Boy... Or like a DS just to have something to do on the train in the morning. Yeah. You know, yeah. If, if they can play a game on their cell phone, they probably won't, you know, get a DS. But it's not going to end handhelds. Just like, you know, tablets aren't going to end the consoles. I don't think they will for a little bit. Um, I think there's always going to be a Game Boy. But I don't know about the future of Sony's handhelds. I'm kind of worried about Sony's hand. I'm not worried about Nintendo's handheld. I always think there's going to be a DS or a Game Boy or something, but I really don't know about the PSP line or PS Vita line. I just don't know where that's going to end up after all this is said and done. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of tough, but I mean, I, I don't. I think the thing about Sony with this. Uh, with the Vita launches, I think they've paced themselves very, very well. They have, and I like their push at the cross-platform. I mean, the cross-buy, where, yeah. like, with PlayStation All-Stars, you bought on PS3, you get a Vita version. I like that they're pushing that, but I just... Uh, I just, And I like the, the connectivity between my PS3 and my Vita, but I just don't know how that's going to appeal over to a mass market, I guess, in a sense, because it's a shame. Cause I think that they want it to, but it's like, they're not trying to. Right. That's how it feels. Anyway. 
Yeah, I, I yeah. think they will love for it to be go mass market, but I think they know it's not. Like, it, it, out of all the gaming companies, it feels like Sony has the best grasp on what's actually happening. I guess there's a huge, huge casual market out there. And, you know, they will probably are, they are going to make moves to go out for them, but I think they know what the Vita is, and the Vita is for that gamer audience. And when I say gamer, I mean, like, we play games as a hobby. We're gamer hobbyists, you know. Yeah. Or in some cases, just kids that the parents buy it for as a pre- as a present. So you, it'll fall, it'll spill into that too. But it, like they, they like you didn't really hear them taking huge losses with the Vita, or you know, oh, we have to uh, turn down our expectations because the Vita didn't. You know, it. You know, we we moved our expectations down by thirty, forty, fifty percent, like you see a lot of these companies do. Um. Because the Vita didn't sell to our expectations, like no, they're very. It's like they're very realistic with the Vita, and I think as long as they have that plan, you know, as long as, long as they're able to keep that realism, like they'll have a plan, you know. But um, in terms of the, the next gen speculation, there was a lot of different things. Like the next gen consoles won't play pre-owned games. The next yeah. Xbox won't take discs it'll be digital download only everyone is jumping on that whole digital download bandwagon like it seems like every like everyone's starting to say well discs will be a thing in the past and i'm just i don't think so no the people thinking way too like <laughs> it's always a shame it's it feels like people who say that don't they you know they are at least doing well for themselves they have a good internet connection you know, and you know they don't have to worry. They, they they definitely they don't have to worry about the things that you know a person and maybe like a rural part of the country. Yeah. Does. No, like I used to live in a small little town. Uh, it wasn't till I was seventeen, eighteen before I got a connection to where I could actually use the internet to play games online. Like I was secluded to just using offline games, and. I couldn't download DLC or anything. I couldn't do half the crap I could on the internet that I could now that I live in an area with, you know, fast internet. Um, but there's a lot of rural areas that they can't do that shit. I mean, there's I know places where we, we can't play Xbox Live because that we don't have it out there. We just don't. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, there's, there are plenty of places that they, they still have DSL. And they have to use DSL. Yeah. No, that's what I was on. I was on DSL when I lived in Campbell. That's what I had to use to use any kind of online. Now, I mean, now that I live in Dallas. I've got so much better, thank God. But right. when I lived in my small town, it was DSL or nothing. Deal with it. Right, and it's not really a small population either. You know, it's it's a lot, especially in the United States, specifically in the United States, because other other parts of the world, the internet is great. The United States is one of the has some of the worst internet. Yep. you know you can you can experience. Like, luckily, like I, I have Comcast, and being as close as I am to Philadelphia, which they're ba- where they're based out of, I, I I get good speeds and actually good service overall. Well, Rob doesn't. I don't know what was going on <laughs> with with your connection, but uh, I I typically no matter where I live down here, I've always gotten that. But in a lot of places, like Comcast is not so great. Like we're at Rob's house. Yup. <laughs> so not great that it's no longer at my Rob's house. house. Yeah. <laughs> I remember like when we used to do podcasts before, and if it started raining, oh, and I was like, I was just like, I wonder when Rob's gonna drop out. 
And it would. And there it was. Dude. Rain would cause you to lose. Was it satellite? No, no, it was cable. It was just cable? straight up regularized fucking cable, and rain would come, and I it would be gone, and, and we may not get back for like a day or so. We'd have a See? guy come in and be like, "Hey, there's water in the box," <laughs> and then just kind of stand there. And it's like, "Well, can't you get it out of yeah. <laughs> the box and maybe?" Make it so it doesn't get water in there again? Because I'm pretty sure it's not supposed to be in there with all the electric stuff that you have going. But it's like, I, and it's like it didn't even matter because it's like that wasn't even like the only issue. But it's like that was a stupid issue because, you know, given how much it rains in New Jersey at random. Yeah. It's like, oh, it rained? Well, bye. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye forever, world. It's oh, man, that sucks. See ya. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. It's like, man, no, at least I'll have a nice, quiet, rainy day because there won't be any fucking guy. There won't be any. You know what sucks? On a rainy day is a day I want to play video games too. That just really sucks. I can still play a single player. (laughs) Yeah, but you can't like jump online and be like on Halo or whatever you play online. Under that. Right. Nope. No Guild Wars. In terms of the speculation, I think there was way more speculation with the 360, well, with the new Xbox than it was with the PS4. Oh, yeah. I heard, like, I know nothing of what the PS4 is going to be like at all. Yeah, there was some. All that stuff, yeah. Yeah, they, like, they, 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 they were really quiet. The, the new Xbox, apparently, like, you know, they, uh, I remember, like, I was pissed that day when, I think it was, like, was a Joystick? Yeah. Or it was IGN. Somebody posted an article saying, this is the graphics card for the next you know, Xbox. IGN. IGN always jumps on shit like that. Yeah, it was like really like the, the, the cards they showed were like 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 Sandy you know, Bridge. Like yeah, they're like mid tier for the last generation of PC with yeah. the games that they showed like Watch Dogs and Star Wars thirteen thirteen, which they had running on PCs. Um, it really like you know that like. I highly doubt the next gen of consoles is going to be just a little bit better than the current generation, which some people are speculating. Like I would, I would imagine that it will be at least current spec PC. See, I think we're gonna. I I almost I don't want to say they're gonna be a little bit, but I don't think we're gonna see like a huge jump like we did from PlayStation Two to PlayStation Three. I think we're gonna get like a little bump, like not a huge bump, but a little one. I don't oh, think, we're so far past that, like that technology. Like that technology is like what, like eight years old at this point. We're so yeah. far past that. I don't think we're gonna get a little bump. I mean, if they, I mean, I could if they if they want to try to save money, maybe get a smaller form factor. Let's say they they use tech that we had in 2010. That's still way better than yeah. the current gen consoles. Yeah. You know, it's just it's not keeping up with PC. That's well. Wh- when is console ever kept up with PC? Well, when the 360 came out, that was at least for six months. That was might as well have been playing a PC. Well, six months, then psh, psh, done. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's PC just moves too fast. I am. Well, but, but uh, unfortunately, people can't always move as fast as the PC. I've still got like I need to upgrade. Actually, now that I think about it, it's it's about time for me to move to upgrade my stuff. I usually upgrade like once, like one every year and a half. I go every like two to three years, depending, like depending on how solid. It still plays. Right. Mine's played solidly, and it's about three years in, so it's time for time to start um, moving some parts. Yeah. Well, one next gen console did come out this year, technically speaking. Oh yeah. 
Uh, forgot about that. Yeah, the, yeah so did a lot of people did. <laughs> a lot of people forgot about the Wii U. Like, that was, like, the quietest console launch I have well, ever. What, what came out for it? Like, Zombie U and Super Mario Bros. U. Cool. That's it. That's the only things I heard from anybody that was, like, interesting was those two games. That was it. It, it was so underwhelming. Like, I don't even know anyone who owns one. I don't. I, I, wait, do you two own one? No. Yeah, like, nope. I don't. I I really. I just, does Jason work? I can't remember. Does, does Jason own one? Who, oh. Jason uh, Worsets? Yeah, does he own one? I don't think so. I don't know. I, I thought can't. he might have. I, I, can't I know one person that did that, get one, and. I really haven't heard much since it took me like, you know, four hours or two hours or whatever to do the update to start playing things on it. Oh, oh yeah. I remember because Nintendo released that uh, uh, thing that said, if you're given the Wii U for Christmas, open it up and update it before you give it to them to play yep, right away. I saw that and I laughed. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. It's like, man, you remember you can give so, a kid a Nintendo and they could just hook the goddamn thing up and play it? <laughs> Day one patches for games, day one patches for consoles. Cool. Yeah. Day yeah. long patches. <laughs> yeah, like it's re- it's ridiculous. Oh. I don't know. It's just sometimes like sometimes I don't know if Nintendo Nintendo is just that that much of a genius. Like they they're, they're that smart, or they really like living in fantasy land. You know. I don't know. That's the thing. I kind of, I kind of want to see what their end game is. Like, what are you guys like doing? Where, like, what's their plan, Zelda? Yeah. Well, I mean, you release a 3D Mario, that's gonna sell. You release you a release Zelda, a, that's gonna that's sell. gonna you sell. Metroid like, might, depending on the Metroid. Yeah, they like they really need. Like, I think you know what? I mean, I was, like, I th- you know, right. they're probably gonna see what's gonna happen, and then when it starts getting desperate. Bam! They're gonna start releasing these games: oh, Zelda, oh. Mario, Donkey Kong. Like you it's know. okay. The minute I, I I know I'm a sucker, so I'll buy this the minute I see it. I'll I'll pick one up when I see Super Smash Brothers. Oh, absolutely! Every every time <laughs> I see a Smash Bros, I'm just like, done. You got me. Fuck it. Yeah, like a Smash Brothers, a Mario Kart. Like okay, Mario Kart. I'm kind of over because I can get that on the DS. And actually, I like the DS ones now better than I do the console ones. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's the thing. Like, Nintendo, like, and some people say it's nostalgia. No, those are just really good they're, games. No, they're solid. Like, those you can you can grab about Nintendo's hardware all day long, but like, they still make solid fucking titles. Yes, they're the same franchises over and over again, but who cares? They're freaking good. Like, Zelda is still Zelda. It's still awesome. Sky, I mean, Skyward Sword was eh, but um, it's still good. 3D Mario's are still great. Um. 2D Mario's are still good. Fuck. I mean, everything they do is solid. It's just, it's not solid for any other company though that goes on that system. Yeah, that's the thing, and I think that's what they're trying to change with the Wii U. But so but far, ha- but how? I don't see it. I just don't see how. Yeah, they're still I doing. Mean, the, they're still doing the same thing. But I'm, I'm hope maybe Bayonetta two can change my mind. But I don't know. We'll see. I, I still have. I have hopes. I, I would rather there be three. Uh, still a big three than the two. <laughs> so yeah, I'm hopeful because I like the games that they released Nintendo, and I wouldn't want them to start having to push those to other consoles. They, no, they don't tailor. pull a Sega. 
Yeah, they they tailor those games to their consoles, and it works out very well. Yeah, if they had a tailor to another console, could you imagine pressing X to jump for Mario uh, or on a PlayStation? I don't want to think about it. <laughs> but another console that's on the way, and people, well, at least developers, appear to be looking forward to it. And according to Kickstarter, a lot of people is the Uya or Uya. I think well, there was the the official pronunciation is Uya, right, Rob? Yeah, yeah. Uya. Yeah, <laughs> that is going to be a small cube-shaped console that it runs Android OS, and it's supposed to be very all open all source, free to play. Yeah, all free to play. The gates are going to be open, and I can see so many problems with that. The the crapware that's going to make it through. Yep. Like, yeah. So I I didn't cop on that, but a lot of people did. And I, I've, I've said my piece on that several times. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. It'll be interesting, the articles that'll come up right after it launches. Yeah, I mean, it's already going to have a decent, uh, a nice library because it should be able to use, you know, current Android, uh, right. Android, uh, you know, apps or, or for games. But a lot of those games are really just built to play on Android itself. But of course, people are going to build stuff for the Ouya itself. So you know that that's a game changer too. So I don't know. I'm not going to bash it, but I don't have high hopes. I'm I'm just going to wait and see because I don't. It sounds too good to be true. Like it's just there's got to be some kind of fatal flaw that's going to come out of all this mess. You know. Right. There's going to be something that happens that just blows up in everybody's face because it's just, you know, it just doesn't sound like everything's thought through completely. I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell. But uh, one big announcement that came actually very recently was that Valve is making a Steam box. And then the gods came down. (laughs) (laughs) All righty then. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, big picture should have been a good idea that something was being put in the works. Um, But I'm glad, but I don't, I have issues, I'm worried about it though still. I mean, I I am glad they're doing it too. I have my my uh, reservations on. I think I said this on uh, Mashcast was seventy two. I have my reservations on. You know, a lot of people think this is going to be the end all of the savior. Like, there's certain things that have to happen for this like to actually yeah this to be as 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 to be as as big as it could be. One of the biggest things I got questions about is interchangeable parts. Exactly. Like, I, in that my is, opinion. Th- that, that it has, it to has to have it has to have expansion slots. Has to. You have to be able to switch out the graphics card. You have to be able to upgrade the RAM. Uh, other than that, you kind of just have this console. You know, you just have you just have a console that's going to get stuck behind. Yeah. And then what's the point? Also, if they can't get developers to start developing more for Linux, which a lot of people, you know, a lot of the the, the logical thing is that it will be a Linux based console. But if they can't get a lot of developers to, to start developing for Linux, they need to get Windows licensing. Because one of the biggest, when I think of a Steam box, one of the biggest advantages would be that I can play my Steam library on my TV. 
Yeah. You know, but without Windows licensing, you're not going to be able to do that. Nope. So, but that's, there's some big... I mean, uh, that's that's the biggest thing you can do for Steam boxes. I want to be able to play every freaking game I own on Steam right now on my yep. TV. Like, if you can't do that, then... Yep. What's the point? Right, exactly. And exclusives. Uh, I don't know what kind of exclusive Outside of Valve exclusives, I don't know... Like, like what? Ex- Steam exclusives? Yeah. Well, you think about it now, Steam has tons of exclusives already. Like games that you can only like you can only get on Steam. Like, well, uh, yeah, but I mean, like big guns outside of like Half Life and Portal and well, Left like, for Dead. Um, what game like it does... was it? It was Alien versus Predator. The one that came out in 2010. Like you bought, even if you bought the in a box, when you installed it, it installed Steam. There's yeah. there's actually a, a good amount of games that are like that. Yeah, yeah, and it's not through like a Microsoft-ish. You can only put it here, and you can, you know, a bunch of archaic rules that keep it on Steam. It's just pretty much that, like, not just because Steam is the only game in, game in town, but it, it's the best game in town. So yeah. why do you even need anybody else? So like, there's no need to even put it on other stuff. Right. Eventually, like now, you see some games go to other things after the fact, but it's literally afterthoughts. Right. It's on Steam for like three months, and then it's like, oh yeah, it's on like. You know, Gamers Congregate Gate. and Gamersgate yeah. and all that kind of and stuff. I actually think we're going to see less of that. Because we had yeah. an interview with the guys from uh, Zyla last week. And um, we had a chance to talk after the, the interview. And they were talking about how awesome Steamworks is. And how they would, you know, you know, it's... Basically, it makes coding things a lot easier. Like, you know, um, network play and, you know, stuff like that. Hooking up with other players. So, if, you know, if it's that good... And developers start developing around Steamworks and stuff like that. Like I would expect to see more games that use Steamworks, kind of like games used to use GameSpy, you know, for their network stuff and build it around that network, like build it around Steamworks. And to do that, you have to have it in Steam. Yeah. You know. So yeah, I, uh, I, if, you're literally just using it because it's got a better infrastructure, which exactly. is the best way to get people to come to you. Really, right? And it already has a huge user base, so I wouldn't be surprised. So yeah, Steambox announced that's that's huge. I wonder what the controller will look like. Oh, they should hook up with Nintendo. Nintendo always makes good controllers. Oh, did you did you see the Wii Pro controller or whatever? The Wii Pro controller. The one that looks like an Xbox 360 controller. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm fine. I I like the Xbox controller. Actually, that's the only thing I I don't really like about the PS3. So, Wait, Nintendo did make a shitty controller once. That fucking N64. That thing was. Uh, that thing. That was, was not a shitty controller. That, that was, was shitty. Like the best, mostly no. because I actually had to play with it through my childhood, and I was just happy for whatever the fuck I had. Dude, but, no. <laughs> but three prong, what three prongs? What am the, I gonna what do? What other? That what other controller could you control with both sides? Not that you ever had to switch to the other configuration where you use the other side. But what other controller could, did they have actual different configurations for you to use like different setups? Almost no one used it, but exactly. at least it was there. The worst thing about the N64 controller was the center stick, and not because the center stick was bad, although they would go bad very quickly, but because so many games were like, hey, we got this center stick. Let's do motions where you spin it around, like you push it and spin it around in circles, like 360. Yeah, yeah. I was Mario Party. You would fuck your hand up. 
Yes. <laughs> Mario, Mario Party, Party would fuck you. Mario 64 up. did that with the boss fights and you had to spin Bowser around by the tail. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, right. oh yeah, we're not in 2D land anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, basically... it's just like having a Vita and it's like, we gotta touch the screen, guys. <laughs> yeah. No, instead of like twirling sticks, now we're touching screens. Got it? Yeah. Oh, it was Roger. The, 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 the 64 no, controller. I bad. hated that controller. Sorry. It was. I. Uh... Maybe because you want the. You, you, hey, this isn't Burger King. You can't play your way. Okay? Oh. <laughs> you gotta. You gotta, you gotta, just, you, no, you gotta control just, it the way you're supposed to control it. But I want to use the D-pad. No, damn it. Do not use the D-pad. Well, then why the D-pad was even there to begin with? Because some games did some use games it. Some could use it. But not that often. That's just, that was just, I... The, I never had a want. I never needed, I never wish, I never said, man, I wish I could use the D-pad or that L button. Even now, even now if I go back and play it, it's, I don't... I feel no need to hold it like every other controller. I hold I hold it the same way, and you can access all the buttons. You can do yep. I, it's. There's nothing wrong with it. Absolutely, the way that it is. I don't know. I, I I understand that you have issues with it. I I hate the original Xbox controller. Oh, but, the watermelon. Oh, the big fat one. Yeah, the guy I've always that, had big hands. I didn't mind it. They always were big hands, and I fucking hate that thing. <laughs> I hate the big Xbox controller. I would I would hate because we. I don't like Halo. the Dreamcast. I don't like the Dreamcast controller either. Oh, Mikey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Mike. Mike, you're digging yourself in a hole. You're not going to get out with a Jarrett. Jarrett's going to put you in his face next. <laughs> uh, you're killing me, Mike. The Dreamcast controller. It what other just... controllers do you hate? Let's just get it out. Let's get let's get all the hate out. I guess I can feel you got some you got some issues with these controllers. Dude, I hate the Nintendo controller. Ugh. <laughs> no, I like it. That was a fine controller. Ah, uh, man. What about the gun? What about the what about the zapper? Did you like the zapper? <laughs> are we talking about the Wii zapper? Or are we talking about the old school zapper? The Nintendo zapper. The only real zapper that exists in the universe. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that one's fine. Okay. Good like Lord. the light gun was fine. I was just the Dreamcast. You hated the Dreamcast. <laughs> you hated the Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> it was uncomfortable. It sucked to play Power Stone on that thing. Well, that's because you were playing Power Stone for one thing. Yes. <laughs> because that's Power Stone was fucking awesome. Don't get me wrong, Power Stone was awesome, but I mean, you were playing on Dreamcast, and like, you, yeah, that game is frustrating anyway. So you're gonna hate everything that you're doing when you're playing that game. Oh, uh, got all this, the jewels again. Well, goddamn, I just got turned into street pizza on a wall. Yeah. <sighs> I'm so disappointed in you, Mike. Oh, whatever. I, I mean, like, I didn't, I didn't really have a Dreamcast, but like, I mean, that controller wasn't uncomfortable. I mean, I played it. Exactly. I don't see how you can say a Dreamcast controller. Right was there, I, it was, it was no worse than any of the other controller. I just didn't like it. But you liked the PlayStation <laughs> controller. Yeah. Like he likes that, the small ones. He likes that small controller, then. Like uh, that controller is gonna give you like, like fucking like crow hands. Like, Are you no. <laughs> how, you. how do you hold it? It's like <laughs> I don't. No, I don't. You put both. Do you really use your index and your middle finger on the R two and L two? So it depends on the game. Yeah, it does depend on the game. Some games you have. Just to. like I just use like I just use I don't do that. I so just some, use my index. Some games hold like this. Like call. Like that's like I'm holding the game. Like the whole controller like this game because some games you have to use. Both. Yeah, like yeah, it's like dude, it's like the play the PlayStation controller is like 
We'll talk about this some other time, okay? <laughs> like, the PlayStation controller, in my opinion, is the most uncomfortable controller. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, after this... The controller is most ergonomic. I agree with that. But I do still like the PlayStation controller the best. Not out of all controllers I, ever made. But I'm not saying it's, that it's a bad controller. I'm saying it's yeah. the most uncomfortable controller. Oh, yeah. And, and everybody's got their things. I mean, there's reasons why it's uncomfortable to you. So Yeah. Just yeah. funny, man. You just dislike a lot of weird controllers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, like the Xbox Fat controller. I don't like the ga- uh no uh the Dreamcast controller, and I don't like the NCC4 controller. And I hate rainbows too. <laughs> and puppies and happiness. <laughs> yeah, you know. I do hate happiness. I hate sunshine. <laughs> happiness is overrated. It just brings misery in the end. <laughs> oh my god. This is fantastic. What is next? What is next? <laughs> I just wish everyone would use a WaveBird controller. The GameCube WaveBird. That'd be great. <sighs> THQ bankruptcy. That's the last topic that we want to talk about. <laughs> it is uh, something that happened fairly well recently. Like, what was it, last week? In the last week, THQ uh, yeah, twenty. bankruptcy. Uh, basically, they uh, declared bankruptcy. But it is a bankruptcy that will allow them to continue developing games. But they're bankruptcy they sold to uh, an investor uh what the crap is their name um wow yeah i don't have that up either herp derp herp derp it's not on this one it's over here clear lake investor clear lake i nobody i've ever heard of before at least in the gaming realm so yeah, um, they probably don't deal with games all that often i would imagine yeah probably but uh chapter 11 bankruptcy but they uh they can carry on without you know, pro- canceling projects and stuff like that. It's not like they're shuttering everything up. It was that, so that's probably why. If you didn't hear about it, you know, that's why because basically they're they're just going to get resold to somebody else. Right. But uh, the investor bought up, you know, their and it bought up all of their studios to the uh, Vigil, um, Volition. Uh, who else was there? Uh, THQ Montreal, Vigil, Relic. And all of their contract support staff and uh, intellectual property. So they they got everything. It's not like THQ doesn't have any of the properties that they had. They're not losing Saints Row or Darksiders or any of that stuff. So that's all still with them. Um, basically, it just means that the investors just gonna you know keep it you know handle their debts and turn it around so they can sell them to somebody else. Um, I mean, it's. And interesting into the, like really something that's been going on all year, really, because I mean, the THQ thing started pretty pretty early on. I mean, we were even talking about it during E3 when it was they sold the the UFC license to EA, you know, yep. on the sly, like right before E3, right? E3, um, and you know all the 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 money issues the THQs had all during the year, and you know that they. They were going to fall off the stock market and then had to like make enough money to stay on it. I think it was. Yeah, they did that. Yeah, but then it still didn't end up mattering because now yeah. here we are today and it's bankruptcy. So, I mean, games are still progressing. I mean, Ruben, Jason Rubin actually even specifically said, um, you know, like they're still working on all of the games that they have. You know, they're you can still pre, of course, still talking about pre-orders in the middle of bankruptcy. But he said you can still pre-order Metro Last Light, Company of Heroes Two, and South Park: The Stick of Truth. Their teams are still working on these titles as they as you read this, and all of the rumored titles like the Fourth Saints Row, the Homefront sequel, and a lot more are still in the works. Um, 
one interesting thing actually is uh, the the bankruptcy kind of showed some. I mean, aside from what he said, it showed some games that were being worked on. Um, Patrice DeSolette, who we haven't really heard much from after he left uh, Ubisoft and the Assassin's Creed series, uh, his game, like it kind of revealed what he's working on. Not so much anything about it, really, but Just titles. Uh, it's yeah, sixteen sixty six, which is a, apparently another historical action game. Um, because he knows how to do them right, goddammit. Yeah, no, AC. So, um, anyways, yeah, and then Darksiders, they're working on a title Why? crawler, so it's not known if it's a new IP or if it's another, you know, the next title on the Darksiders series. I have a, I have a question: Is Darksiders really that good of a game? Like, is it? Like I, I tried to play the first one, and it's just like I couldn't get into it. But I think it's because I went into it being led astray about what it was, and I think that's what didn't allow me to get into it. And I would, I think now I'd like to replay them. But going into it, I was really misled to believe it was like a very God of War game, and it doesn't play like that. And I couldn't get over it. Like uh, it, it's much more like Adult Legend of Zelda. Really? Oh, really? Really? I have it sitting right here in my uh in my gamefly <laughs> sleeve. And uh, I didn't I, I every time I go to play it, I'm like, I'll play it later because I thought it was like God of War. Nope. Yeah, it plays there is a tiny bit of God of War in it, but it is more like Legend of Zelda than anything else. Like straight up to like maps and collecting new abilities to unlock other like it's 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 very Legend of Zelda. Oh, well, it's, it's very derivative of a lot of other things, and that's not a bad thing. But I went into it thinking it was like God of War, and it was like, "Oh, this is not God of War at all." I am interested now. Thanks. Yeah. So there you go. Guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll pick it up on the Steam sale while they're cheap right now. And the story is interesting, but I mean, I never, I haven't, I haven't played the second one or anything. But the first one, I, I got a certain amount into, and I was like, oh, "I can't do this." But that's after you know being told over and over again and seeing different videos and things, and like them making it seem like it was like a God of War like. Well, a straight action game. So, THQ filed for bankruptcy, but they can still work on all these future titles. Yeah, they have all these titles that are these upcoming titles. Relics well, on a game code name Atlas, Turtle Rock Studios, which originally did the or made up the Left 4 Dead, is working on a title called Evolve. Um, so there's there's other things that you know there's things they're still working on stuff there's still new titles coming we're just basically seeing who's going to buy them. Last interesting part of it is something that I'm sure Jarrett will appreciate the potential irony of, but Ubisoft might. Uh, they're plotting a bid. But they I think are. it's so funny because it would it would put Patrice Dieselets back in Ubisoft. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that that's kind of funny. That's yeah. So, that's so fucked up. Which isn't that odd, honestly, in the in gaming. To have that happen, I mean, somebody coming back. If they put him back on Assassin's Creed, I'd be happy, but they're not. They're not. He'd go back and he'd keep working on whatever. I'm actually more concerned that they're gonna mess up the other. They're gonna mess up the good stuff that THQ had. They they probably honestly need a new IP, so maybe they're trying to just get something. Because I mean, I mean, Assassin's Creed is starting to play its role. Well, that I'm trying to. I'm thinking of THQ. Oh, not THQ. Sorry, but Ubisoft now. Besides Rayman, what other Good series. I mean, I mean, like really good series. Like pushing Prince out. Prince of Persia. That's so up and down, though. Yeah, like, exactly. Like the and, last and one. Does, and have we heard anything about another Prince of Persia? Yeah. No. 
I'd like to see a continuation of the 2005 series, which apparently not going to happen. Going to happen in my lifetime. Exactly. And then like ending all the way. Assassin's Creed is going down the drain. Um, Ghost Recon is going down the drain. What about Rainbow Six? That looks good. Might come back, but yeah, don't know. But they reached. They shuffled that team. Like they were having some issues with that team, and they had to shuffle that team. So I don't even know. The only thing we've saw, the only thing we've seen is a Target video. That yeah, trailer? That, was, that, that Target video is the only thing we've seen. And based off of what's going on with the other THQ games, I, I really don't have any faith that they're going to do that much better with Rainbow Six. It yeah. feels like they, I mean, they, could you t- imagine them getting Homefront or something and trying to make it into like another Ghost Recon or some other sort of Rainbow well, Six? I, like, how many shooters can you really have like in right. the under like one roof? I don't know, man. They might well, be, be something outside Tom Homefront. Clancy, so I mean... But see, it's, I don't think it's that Tom Clancy is the problem. I think it's just how things have fallen off the rails with certain games, like Ghost Recon and stuff. Like, and that's yeah, the thing, like dude. Tom Clancy writes excellent stories. Well, yeah. They need to pair excellent gameplay with the stories. Like the last Ghost Recon that came out, or Ghost Recon uh, Future Soldier, was riddled with bugs. It didn't look that great, especially on console. But the bugs were like absolutely terrible. I've seen that game on console. Like I, ooh. I was like, "Wow, that it looks new. bad." It looks awful, <laughs> dude. It looks bad. I'm like, "How are you going backwards? How do you look worse than Cameo?" You know, like, <laughs> like how do you look worse than games that came out when the Xbox first happened? Over when it first came out, dude. Like good seriously, reference. very good. <laughs> Cameo. That's dude. an excellent way to end the year. Minus <laughs> <laughs> of cameo, thanks. Dude, like, yeah. T- uh, Ubisoft, like, they have Rayman, which is an excellent game, excellent platformer. But I, it's, it feels like any any game they really pay attention to starts to suck. Like, Yeah, because they try and turn it out too much. Like, I mean, that's what happened to Assassin's Creed. As soon as yeah. Assassin's Creed went yearly, went you... plummeted. The, it just, the quality of it plummeted. Yep, absolutely. And... You know, was, go with the Ghost Re- you know, the actually Ghost Recon was the only Tom Clancy game that had came out for a while. You know. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they it just feels like it feels they like tried that they tried that Hawks and that End War crap. The Hawks bro. too. Oh my yeah. god. And that was after Hawks was like a, a fairly decent game and then it Hawks was. two came out and they Hawks shit all over 2 it. It was absolutely horrible. It was god awful. It looked Bad. It looks so bad. I might as well have been shooting Lego blocks out the sky. Like yeah, Lego terrible. Hawks. Oh, that'd be probably yeah. a better game. Well, <laughs> actually, oh, probably what, an excellent game. <laughs> <laughs> what else came out recently? Um, and, fucking, and uh, I am was, alive. I am oh. alive was the was a uh, and that was a very average. Well, it's because wasn't that supposed to be something like more, and then they just they said, scaled uh, it back. Yeah, scaled they back. scaled it back, and it looked bad. Yeah, that was the thing. Like, if uh, interesting ideas can only carry you so far. Yeah, you actually have to let you know give the the, the you know the resources people need to do this stuff. Nope, give it to Assassin's them. Creed, and oh, they still sucked it up. I I don't know. I actually they had a lot of time to work on this Assassin's Creed, and it just failed. I think to they had too many people working on it. I think that the I mean I I don't think having too many people can be necessarily an issue. It's it's too many people leading the creator process that might be a problem, but I don't even think that was the problem honestly. Like play, having played the game, but 
I think that that's just a whole different set of issues. Like they need a clearer roadmap. And I think a lot of it had to do with not having the same creative director on most of those games that you can't, you didn't have the same, like where the shit was, all the stuff supposed to go. There's all these threads that somebody is just left holding and it's not even the same. It's not even like, Oh, one guy was left holding it after a diesel. A it was two yeah. different, three different people. Three two people different. Yeah. Three different yeah. people. Like yeah. all three games. It's like, how, what were you going to do? You know? So. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Hopefully, I don't know. I I kind that's why I kind of don't want I don't want THQ going because they were heading in a good direction. It felt like I I really don't want THQ. Yeah, it's weird. It's like they were were starting to rebound money problems, but they were getting better in a creative way. Well, yeah, I think Homebound. While it wasn't great, it wasn't. Can't even remember the name of the game. Homebound. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because that's the one with the dogs, right? Yeah, Homeward Homeward Bound. I love nice. that game. Yeah. <laughs> so sad at yeah. the end, though. Sorry. Yeah. Homefront was just sad in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't get to the end. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They're, you're right that THQ is stepping in our direction. It just sucks that it's it's just almost too late. Yeah. So. But yeah, that's like a, that's a good view of 2012 that we just oh, gave. Oh, it's depressing. Yeah. We mostly talk about bad shit. here's a good one here's a good one the ipad 3 release and it was supposed to change everything lol (laughs) (laughs) how is that well is it good because the ipad failed i mean no the ipad didn't fail it sold a bajillion whatever you know yeah but it didn't change shit didn't change anything anything and then they release it again and a mini version of it yeah but it's like it didn't change anything because it's, yeah. we went through the same song and dance. And I wish I could say, you know, hey, maybe we can get a moratorium on ever saying this is going to change all of gaming because this thing is coming out. You know, at least where Apple things are concerned. But I know that the next time a new Apple thing comes I out. Don't, I don't same. think we've had something come into play that said this is going to change gaming since I saw the Wii controller. I don't think we've had anything that came out like that's coming or or came out that said it was going to change everything that ever changed everything at all. Yeah. Usually it's things that blindside you. Like we they may have said, you know, this is going to change things, but nobody realized how much. I don't right. think anybody who's like professing that it's going to change everything ever really changes everything. But the thing about the Wii like it's funny because they thought it was going to change everything because of the controller. Right, but it didn't necessarily change everything because of control. Like people, they were always going to change the way people play games forever. But in reality, it just changed the perspective of marketing because it unlocked that casual. Right, because if the controllers are that important, you'd still see them, and it's like, yeah, they're still move controllers, they're still connect, but the controller itself would be more important. Motion gaming would be so important that it'd be in every game, but it's not exactly. Well, it's because they went down that boat for a while and. Yeah. Oh, they tried to go down that road. Yeah. We yeah. got Dan Central out of it, so I guess that's a win. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the six axis? Well, six axis is still a thing. I mean, that was. It exists. <laughs> yeah, it exists. It... But the game, I guess, the, the people who really kind of kicked it off, you know, uh, the guys who did Warhawk, didn't even put it into Starhawk. Yeah. Good Which, idea. Thankfully, but that's the thing. That's there's there again. I, the I totally appreciate that. I am not saying I want that shit. Just because, yeah, just because it exists does not mean you only put it in every game. And that's just like N64 center thing, Vita, touch screen, connect, 
with every game, you know, yeah. Mass Effect. <laughs> you don't need some of those things in everything. You can put it in when it's useful. Put it in in a very, you know, a nice light way that makes sense. But sometimes they try and bludgeon you over the head with stuff. Yeah. But that was 2012. I mean, you know, it, I mean, that wasn't everything, obviously. But, I mean, that was all the big, big things aside from, you know. Yeah. That's what we'll be talking about next pretty, week. Pretty dull year, if you ask me. Like, it wasn't really. In a lot of ways. I think <laughs> Kickstarter. Really, was it was really disappointing and just a dull year. I don't think it's all disappointment. I mean, a Kickstarter was probably like the most exciting thing. I think it's distance and time from like certain things. I mean, when Double Fine Adventure was happening, it was like that was like momentous. Like even just in terms of Kickstarter in general, but for gaming well, that's, and, and specifically, it was like wow, this is happening. You know, like this well, is I just happening now. honestly, I was just excited because we were getting a Tim Schafer point and click. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, like, I'm yeah, just like, that's, I see them making more things. I like their games. So yeah. they make nice little quirky games, and they deserve to keep making them. Yeah. <laughs> give me a costume quest, too. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not. Give me a costume quest, too. <laughs> that was a great game, too. Stacking. Did you play Stacking? Yes. I have not really gotten all that far, but it is also an excellent, was, interesting game. Yeah. Do you guys have any predictions you want to go out for 2013? Oh, we're going to do predictions? Uh, I thought we'd wait for the game, the State of the Union, but I guess we do do the end-of-the-year predictions. Yeah, just prediction. <sighs> go ahead. Okay, I'll, I'll go first. I think that we will see the next-gen consoles, the new Xbox and the PS4, in the fourth quarter around uh, Thanksgiving, or right before. I agree with that. Uh, at, at the very least, no, yeah, I agree with that because I was going to say that I would see the Xbox coming out and then maybe like PS4 slipping into next like next next year, uh-huh. but I don't I don't the, the way they've talked about it, like they don't want to do that again being one right. like, out, so I don't think that'll happen. I think that we'll see them both come out and compete with each other, you know, in the same year. Right. So, I think that's spot on. Okay. You guys, anything? Uh, I kind of agree. I think at E3 next year we'll see the console, and then it'll be out either early 2014 or late 2013, fourth quarter. Um, I think we might see something out of a new Zelda. I think we'll get a tease for it mm. for a Wii U Zelda. Yeah. Um. And when does The Last of Us come out? It comes out March, right? Believe so. So I think we might almost see an Uncharted trailer, too. Hmm. Good point. I think we might see an Uncharted trailer in E3. Um, other than that, I really don't know what to look into 2013 outside of consoles. Like, I'm, we might see... I don't know. It'll be interesting if the Steam box is actually at E3. But I don't know. I don't really have very many 2013 predictions outside of that. Um, I don't know. Trends, is, like that's more where my brain's at, I guess. I mean, I think Kickstarter will still be a thing. But I think we're probably only going to see Max probably like three big Kickstarter games come out of it, you know, in terms of like high profile. Um, I still don't think we're, I don't think we're ever going to see like triple a games come out of it there's just not you can't get enough money through it to like get that 
I mean, AAA doesn't mean what it used to in, in a lot of ways anyway, but, you know, right. I think that that's just the thing. Um, I, I want to make a bold prediction, but I just don't see how true it is because I think that not even just the market's changed so, like as much as the as the way that gaming media looks at things and reviewers and everything else. But I would like to, I would say that we're going to see maybe a resurgence in, in, in Japanese relevance to gaming, like in terms of like developers and stuff. Okay. I, I would like to see that. I don't know. If I would too. That's why I'm going to, that's why I'm just going to throw it up there and just, you know, see where it lands. Cause I'd like to say that, but I just, I, the, the way our, our current atmosphere is in the Western, you know, in the Western world, like I just don't, I don't even think we're receptive to it. Happening, you remember know, earlier this year turnover because we've remember, ignored games that come that have come over from them that were technically really good but you know just didn't fit what we we right. think is good in general well, mass market. well remember the fez developer said just japanese games suck so <laughs> bad asshole yeah, selfish. yeah saw indie game the movie still fucking hate that guy yeah. <laughs> he, he was an asshole throughout the movie like yep. he's just yeah, Did you see I was in that movie for three seconds? No, yeah, no. I saw. I saw you. <laughs> yeah, I was in that movie for three seconds, man. I have 14 <laughs> minutes and 57 seconds left of fame. <laughs> the clock is running. <laughs> TikTok. Yeah, man. Um, I would like to see more Japanese games, but I don't know if we'll actually see I it. I think we'll see more. I think we'll probably see more that come out and maybe are like a higher quality I mean, we've already had the Phantom Pain trailer thing happen, which I honestly, like, I don't see how anybody could look at that and see not Metal Gear. But I think we will see another Metal Gear, maybe not next year, but at least, like, a clear announcement for it. I really wish they would just leave Kojima alone. I really just wish they'd stop. It's Kojima, man. He's the one yeah, pushing it. Yeah, he's, it's, he's pushing for it. Kojima will drop stuff that he doesn't like. That's why Revengeance is being done by Platinum. Yeah, like, and that tells me everything I need to know he, about buying that game. <laughs> uh, I don't think that the resurgence of Japanese games starts there, <laughs> no. which is sad because Platinum normally does good work. No, they do I, do good work. I'm I not saying it's gonna be a bad just, game, but like you can't if they would put really if they put game. a different title on that game, I'd probably not, be receptive to it. Just remove Raiden and remove yeah, everything Metal Gear. Just Metal pop Gear something else. Just, on we're top just of saying it. it's a totally out of canon, just funny, wacky game. You know, just say that it doesn't count. Does it count no. as canon? Yeah, it, just say that it's totally here's alternate reality <laughs> insanity. Obviously, slice up go, a metal just gear. Just at the end of the game, just realize it was all a training simulation for Raiden. Uh, game over. He wakes up. And <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> um, uh, what else? Um, I don't know. I mean, there's been some games that are supposed to be, you know, being worked on, but I just, I just don't know how many we're going to see next year. I mean, like, there are games that, you know, we've gotten trailers and stuff for, but I'm talking more of the games that have been talked about, but not, there. you know, there's nothing concrete on. Um, Do you think we'll see a Final Fantasy? Well, we're definitely... Outside, outside of, oh well, yeah, we got, third, never mind, we got that stupid lightning thing. Yeah. Uh, I was talking about like a whole a new one, but no, I think they'll wait until thirteen three is done. I don't think they're gonna yeah. split time, and they tend to and they've been tending to stick to spring, so I think that won't be until twenty fourteen that That's we true. see any of those. That's like true. a new, new, a new new. <laughs> Do you think we'll see anything out of Bioware? Uh well, Bioware specifically. You 
People are asking a lot of questions, Mikey. Yeah, I'm just curious. Big, like, I'm just, yeah. I, I just we're going for predictions like, to ask Rob. Tell me the future. Yeah. Well, I'm just like, <laughs> how do you feel because Bioware finished like the Crystal Where do you think ball. they're gonna go next? You know, it's just like, what? <laughs> what's their? Where? Where are they um, gonna do next? You know what? Yes, we will see Dragon Age. I think. I think we'll see a Dragon Age. I think we'll see Dragon Age trailer. Yeah. Because, and we'll probably hear something about whatever's happening next for Mass Effect. And I think the next Dragon Age will be good. Okay. Mm, We'll see. Yeah. I I I just I think they've learned their lesson a bit from that, and and at the very least, the story wise, considering where it's probably going to go, it'll be good. Uh, they they've at least learned a lesson about keeping it all in one goddamn place the entire game. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of anything like more bigger, I guess. Well, I have one bigger. last prediction, and then we can kind of go. Yeah, okay. I, I think that Half-Life 3 will be announced next year. No. <laughs> I you think we'll get Left 4 Dead 3. I agree with him because of the because of the advent of the Steam Box coming. What what bigger game could you launch with the Steam Box? I don't think Half-Life 3 is ready, though, in time for the Steam Box. But, <laughs> ready in time? Are you serious? I don't think it is. They've been I working think, on that game for God knows how long. I think they haven't been working on it, and I think they've recently started working on it. They were working on it, and then they—what did you say, Rob? I think they've been working on it. Yeah, they—they they said a couple years back that they—they they wanted certain tweaks to the Source engine, and those tweaks—we saw those tweaks with the new Counter Strike. It's ready. I—I <laughs> like, I think we might. I, I won't say we won't get a teaser for Half-Life 3, but I don't think we're going to see it as fast as we did between the teaser of Half-Life 2 to Half-Life 2. But also, they also said they're working on the next uh, Source engine. Mm-hmm. So they could easily, like, oh yeah, it should, you know, this I, is the new Source engine and that's then, another thing. And then if, say, hey, this is the, the first game. I will say, if the new Source engine is ready, we'll see Half-Life 3. But... I don't think we'll see Half Life Three until the new Source engine's ready. Uh, they've been working on they've been working on Half Life because it was supposed to be an episode. Oh shit! I don't know. It's still maybe an episode. You never know. It's and true. you know, if it is a game, like they already have a lot of the content ready for it. Like, uh, honestly, I would love to see Half Life Three. Um, I think we might hear about it, but I, I don't think I we're going to see anything. I don't I, think we're going to see, see anything. We see the Steam box. That's what I think. Okay. And I think it makes sense that that would happen because if 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 they hadn't said that they were officially said that they were working on the Steam Box, I wouldn't agree with you. But when, but when you said it, I was like, you know what? It actually makes a lot of sense now. Not just as idle speculation and oh man, it's been so long, but like as something that makes sense from a business standpoint to have something to put out with your game. Like right. what else, you know they've done. You know, I mean, maybe Left 4 Dead is due for another one. You know, at some point, but Half Life, everybody's been waiting for it. And if you're doing a Steam Box, put a big game with it. You know, I don't know why they went. Well, I guess Team Fortress Two is still going strong, so they can't. They don't really update that. You don't really have to either if you're really just making it a a PC that you can put in the house. Right. You know, on your TV. It's true. Or easily putting it on the TV. I don't know. Um, I think we'll hear about Half Life Three. I don't think we'll see anything though. Yeah, that's that official announcement. Yeah, when you, when you, you see a screenshot in the video, I'll still be right. <laughs> <laughs> I've got two more. I got okay. two more. Okay. Um, and I think I just forgot one. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> I've got one more. Um, <laughs> oh, I got another one. But anyways, go ahead. Oh no, actually, I remember now. Thank you, Mikey. <laughs> 
Um, I think that this year we. <sighs> I think that this would be the year of new IP and not so much that we'll see a whole lot of them, but that the new IP we'll see will kind of generate more of an interest in, in, in going in a direction where we get more new IP like f- more frequently than we have been getting just rehashes of stuff over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, so I think that we see that kind of come up a little bit more because, you know, we there have been some games and uh, some of them have kind of fallen off like that. The not Naughty Dog, uh, the one that ended up being called Fuse, that looked really interesting before, and now it's just that Fuse. that game. Um, fuck Ratchet and Clank and Insomniac. Oh, uh, those guys, the, the the four player. The yeah, four, it looked yeah. really interesting at last E3, and then it's like, or maybe not even last E3, but like then they showed a new trailer, and it was just like, oh, you look like everything else. So right. not so not so much every game that's going to come out is going to be you know firework, but that you're going to see more IPs come out. And I also think that the more games that you see come out that are sequels that don't that just really kind of fall short, the more you're going to see people look at new IPs like, hmm, maybe we need to try and do something new. I don't think that this is going to be this coming year is going to be the year where you see it be a big you know a whole lot of new IP. But I think this is the year that publishers start to look around and go, maybe we should try something new. Because right. especially if you're going to see new con- new consoles and stuff like that too, it's not necessarily a bad time. Right. Um, also, I think that we see the free to play thing maybe slow down just a little bit, or maybe somebody change tactics and maybe there's a new you know business sort of model. format, yeah, right. a new business model to throw things into. Because I think we're getting a little too far. Like we've we've swung the pendulum really way too far, especially where like free to play RPGs are concerned. That like every fucking RPG is free to play now, and it does give people a chance to play your game. But at some point, like you just have to kind of like come up, come with a different business model to right. make things a little bit better, you know, for people. And I think that the whole having that no cost of entry barrier, you know, like that low barrier, is going to impede what you can really do with some of these games because it require it really requires like an upfront investment, you know. So maybe you know maybe we see more of the you buy a game and then you can do like microtransactions. It's not like a monthly fee, but maybe more like the Guild Wars, possibly. Um, mm-hmm. I also think that we this will be the year that we finally see that the Modern Warfare shift has gone to Black Ops instead. Like that Modern Warfare is kind of done. Well, yeah, unless, thought, unless we see a whole new Modern Warfare. Or a whole well, that's what I was thinking. Thing. Like, Modern Warfare is done, right? It was just supposed to be a trilogy, so... Uh, we'll find out in a couple yeah. of years. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of things that they say could be whatever. Well, then, it'll it, probably uh, be, like, Modern Warfighter or some stupid sh- like that. Who knows? <laughs> They'll probably just, just rename it. Modern Warfighter. <laughs> um, yeah, I just... Considering, like... Like Modern Warfare Three, like it did. I mean, it sold well, but like, I mean, it got kind of panned. And then like Black Ops Two, I mean, it still was. It was Call of Duty, but like it didn't markedly better, you know, review wise and 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 just critically like by people, you know, by the by the community that plays it. I think that you know maybe we see we see that flip now that you know like oh wow we're gonna take you know. Uh, What's their face? I can't even remember their name now. Infinity, Infinity Ward. Ward. Not, not Infinity Ward. Who makes Black Ops? Oh, Treyarch. Oh, Treyarch. Treyarch. Yeah, we, we see people take Treyarch more seriously. And I do now. Infinity yeah. Ward. So. 
holy shit, this is not a bad game at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you could turn around and say that, well, this Call of Duty is not bad at all, then there's hope, you know. I actually want to go like try it now, Jared. When the you single player, say- I, 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 I still haven't touched the multiplayer. I, that single player, man, I give it at least like a, I give it like an eight out of ten. Yeah, a single player dog. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's, that's, there you go. There's my predictions. One, one reach, one, one, one big ass reach with the Japanese developers. But there you go. Okay. All right. Sorry, it took me a minute to get my thoughts together because I'm like, man, what, what stuff, what, what stuff is happening in the world? The only other thing I could think of that might blow my socks off is if we see Bungie's next project next year. That's, hmm. not, that's not a prediction. That's a hope. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. I think we might see something, but I don't know what it'll be. Okay. All right, so I usually do the what's coming out, but ain't shit happening. Like nope. nothing's Didn't coming out. Well, get your get your stuff on Steam sale now. Yep. Get all <laughs> your get that. all your after Christmas sales. Use your gift cards. Get your Steam sale. Get on Amazon. Get all those sales. Yep. Because nothing's coming out, folks. Uh, so that's gonna wrap us up for the year. That's gonna wrap yeah. us up. Nice yeah. little for that one, Tim. Yeah. And so uh, yeah, you can um. Catch us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash smash those buttons. Uh, iTunes, which it is working once again, so you can <laughs> subscribe to iTunes and get the podcast right in your iTunes. Uh, Stitcher Smart Radio for your Android and iOS devices. Also, we're at youtube.com slash smash those buttons, where we have uh, some video content that you might enjoy. Uh, you can keep up with us on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash smash those buttons. And twitter.com slash MTB site. So you can always be our stalker. Yeah, you can always know what's going on with us. Uh, we definitely uh, we got some things going on. The new season of Mash that coming up. We got a new Aftermath, which is, uh, well, I'll just, it should be pretty good. I'll just leave it at that for now. I'll, when it comes yeah, out, it'll be a surprise. I'm, I'm jealous I'm stuck here in Texas for the next <laughs> Mash that Aftermath. Yeah, and it's, it's going to be done a little differently. The first one was just a single guy who kind of went through the motions, and now we have a team of people working on it. So, um, yeah, it should be pretty good. And uh got some changes coming to the site soon that I think everybody's going to enjoy. So it's look, definitely things to look forward to in 2013 for Mash Those Buttons. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, yeah, I guess, keep listening to the podcast, and we'll keep you up to date. Um, so once again thank you for listening thank you for listening this year and we will catch you guys next year ata ata sayonara sayonara